The following program contains wheat and should not be listened to without consulting a choreographer. All characters and events in this podcast, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All voices will be impersonated poorly. And we're at Places. Places, everyone. Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to the Off Book Podcast. I'm here with Olivia Midday, her first production. She's our new marketing uh, guru here at the theater. But um, this is her first production, uh, Big the Musical. And we thought we'd sit down today and just talk for about 15 minutes about what it means to be in a production here at the Andrea Theater. More importantly, what it means to be in your very first production at the Andrea Theater. So welcome, Olivia. So glad to have you here on, on, the, uh, on the podcast couch as it were, but um, I probably worded that incorrectly, but we'll we'll go with that. So, how are you today? I'm dandy. You're dandy. You had your tooth worked on yesterday, correct? Three teeth, actually. Three teeth. <laughs> yeah. I had my tooth worked on this week, so we've had a dentist kind of week here at the theater where we have very patient uh, leadership here at our theater letting us have our teeth worked on at all, all parts of the day. Um, but your first production... Now, yeah. why did you decide to do this production? Um, it's it's the, I was listening to the music a lot at work, and it's fun. It's challenging, but not in a scary way. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of group numbers, and I love that there's a split cast, so that there's a roughly the same amount of adults as kids. I wanted to do something that wasn't just all adults or all kids. And this is also one where almost everybody has a speaking part. That's good. That's good. I, the, the big the musical is not known quite as well as other musicals. I mean, of course, it's known as a movie. But like you said, the music. What's great when they write some of these newer musicals that are that are older films is they come up with some nice fresh ideas. It's not the same kind of music in every single scene. It's from different different genres, different types of music. Um, and the little that I've listened to, because I don't want to ruin it for myself. Um, is the music's just, it's fun music, which is good. And that's what you want in a musical. You want fun music. It, the prologue itself, it's a very interesting. The very first full song, I guess, it's the prologue, and then it goes into a song called Can't Wait. There's even, like, little pieces in there. It goes into, like, ska, very Jamaican for a couple measures. Like, it's it's all over the place. And then the quartet that I'm in is very, like, I don't even know how to, just sophisticated, pompous almost music. Yeah, it's it's all it. it's all over the place. It's really fun. Now it, it's a bigger cast. Is it upper twenties? Yep, it's twelve adults and fourteen kids, or vice versa. I can't remember. So twenty six people. Twenty six. Um, has it been challenging doing? You know, this being your first production. It's not your first production ever, is it? Yeah. Is it, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the only show I've ever been in, I was I played Pitt. Yeah. So I played trumpet for Cinderella. And those of you listening who probably know Olivia, and if you don't know Olivia, um, she was recently hired, I'd say six months ago. Not even. Not even six months ago. Uh, as um, marketing front of house staff, works with our ushers. She does a lot with this theater already. And uh, we were teasing one day talking about that I, I was listening to her hum. Uh, my desk is right across from hers. And you could hear her um, hum singing. Uh, and I was like, that's, you have a nice voice. You have a really nice voice. Well, of course that turned into a, how come you haven't done a production? When are you going to do a production? And, uh, she got very embarrassed and turned red. Um, and the next thing I know, I turn around and find out you're in the production. 
I don't think it happened that fast. I, I don't I'm telling you, I read it in books. It happened that fast. No, I found out that you were going to audition and it was like, well, she's going to get in. And sure enough, she did. And um, was that experience, what was that experience like? What, what have you learned that you thought you didn't expect? Is there anything that you learned that you, you didn't expect? Um, this being a community theater, it's not, I, I was horrified. To say the least, I still am. Is a strong I word. still am. It's not. I haven't actually performed yet. I'm still scared. I have a lot of performance anxiety. But there's some of the kids here, and they they're in like their fifteenth production here, just here. Yeah. And it's insane. And I look at them. I'm like, they're they are just fine. And yeah. I guarantee you, many of them have screwed up on stage yeah. or missed a cue or sung wrong notes or sung wrong words or messed up their line. And they're just fine. And I it's think, fine. you know, if you were to talk to them, the first thing they would say is, you know, if you put you put your time and put your effort in and you work hard, then one come performance night, you've got nothing to be nervous about because you know what you're supposed to do. But, you know, the other side of that is your first production, like all the what ifs come into your mind. Like what was, what are you, what were you thinking early on? Like, what if this happens? What if, what if I forget my line? What if I forget my song? And, but no. I don't, you don't seem to be that kind of person. No, I, if I think I'm going to forget something, I'll work on it longer. Like that's not really what I'm concerned about. Yeah. It was, I think I just have higher expectations for myself than other people. It's more so I just expect me to do really well. Yeah. yeah. And I've never done the actual acting portion of it. That's the scarier part. And you know, I'm not a super expressive person. Yeah. We've already turned her <laughs> mic up three times to make sure you could hear. Um, but I've also seen parts of you that come out that you're very expressive. And it's, there's a difference between volume and expression. You you may be a quieter person, but then there are those times that it's not even well, and it's, audibly. It's just that I'm introverted. Like, that's the scarier part of doing it. It's, I can do any of these things in front of my friends and family, but going in front of 350 people is a whole different right. story. That's the scarier part. It's, I... I am very expressive and I like to have fun around people I know, but I don't do that in front of people I don't know. And we were talking with somebody the other day and how probably surprising most people would be actors and performers. Now I'm only speaking for myself, but it seems like most of the performers and actors I know are not extroverts. They're introverts. Mm -hmm. That's it's something that they find is, is a great expression. So, um, I think you'd find that in, in, professional theater and movies a lot of people like that are not extroverts they're not they they find that comfort zone um in playing a character or being somebody else um you get us one-on-one -on -one and talk to us and we don't know what to talk about but you put us up on stage and and i don't know it's weird that way i don't know why it works that way well that's another thing i didn't expect to i was expecting myself to get a lot more nervous the closer i got which i was this last weekend i was just freaking out and losing sleep and sitting at home just all day thinking about all the little things. But now that we're doing costume changes and they're putting the stage lights on, it's a whole different thing. Cause you're actually, I mean, you're more committed to the character when you have to be. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm not thinking about it cause I'm not, it's not in the early stages anymore. 
everybody's committed and everybody's being a character. So you're a lot less afraid to be a character when everyone else is doing it. And that's a fun old trick. We talk about that all the time. When you're cast, maybe this is the other directors find this and or people listening would say, well, yeah, that's it's a given. That's something that everybody knows. But at least it feels like it's something that I never knew that when the cast feels like they can't turn the corner, one of the first things I do is I turn the lights on. Turn the stage lights yeah, on. Yeah, you said that. You told us, yeah, a couple of you guys turn the stage lights on today. And it does. It changes a lot. I think for me to not see all the seats either, that takes away a lot of the fear because you're not staring at how many people could be there. Yeah. You're just yeah. looking at lights. And we talk about when we do our classes here at the theater or the STP program, I tell the students, because you have some that have never done a production before and they, they look absolutely terrified. And I say, truth is... You know, we think that audience is out there judging us or you might think, oh, they're going to they're going to they're going to they're going to hate it if I don't sing right or if if I say the wrong words. And truthfully, they don't know that. But also the the great thing is that that audience wants you to do well. They are pulling for you. They they are the edge of their seats because they want you to do well. So there's really nothing to be afraid of. If you do your work and you put the time in and you memorized and you you can do it in your sleep, then truthfully, it's going to go so much better than if you go up there. And there are some people that go up there not prepared and and then mistakes happen. And it's mistakes that happen in weird ways. But it also happens when you've done that opening night and it's gone well and you get to that second night and that second audience and you think, we got this. And that's when stuff falls apart. You let your guard down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't do much. So what's your favorite part of the show? Obviously, it's there's a lot. Well, I was... Yeah, I, <laughs> I was... That wasn't a bad pause. I, honestly, the people... There's a lot of different personalities. And some of these people I know, like I've lived here my whole life. I know some of the kids, but being with them that many hours is very interesting because even though you're all interested in the same thing, it's very different people. Right. And you know what? This is where um, if you're listening to this today, um, one of the things that people may not think about, or maybe you have, but we have a lot of, of students on our stage that are athletes as well. Well, you were, you were an athlete. Mm-hmm. And this is where I would say theater is no different than being on a team. It really is no different. The thing that you always miss when a show is over is the people you got to meet, the experiences you had together. And what's great about this theater, and I'm sure it is other theaters as well, it's an instant family. When you're in a production, you have an instant family and one that you'll keep in touch with forever until you're in the next show and the next show. I remember Kevin Lee, one of our actors here, said one time, you know, until the next time. You know, when you close a show, you close it, but then you go, you know what, there's there's always the next time. And the great thing about it is is the next time their show comes up, you're not scared to do it anymore. It's like, no, I've done this. I, I'm so excited. And it's a great thing about being on a team. Uh, and, the, and I would say... We're just like athletes, you know, the things you miss when it's over is you miss the people that you met and the things that you, for lack of a better term, birthed together. You've gone through it together, blood, sweat, and tears, and, and it connects you and it, and it connects you in a unique way. So, well, we're going to, we're going to record a second podcast today and we're just going to talk about general theater things. But, um, if you're listening, uh, we're really excited about big, the musical. Yes. The piano that you dance on <laughs> is in the show in case you wanted to know, um, the white tuxedo, the white tuxedo. There's a lot of fun things in this show, a lot of fun music. And I think you'll be really happy that you came February 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th. 
And then the following, what are the dates? 8, 9, 10, 11. 8, 9, 10, 11. All at 7, uh, the 7 o'clock, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sundays at 2 o'clock. Um, so we'll see you very soon. Thanks for joining us on the Off Book Podcast, and uh, we'll uh, be, be seeing you soon.